Welcome, travelers. Welcome to season two, episode 16 of Travel Happens. Today, I have Amy Krauss with me. How are you doing, Amy? I am great, Douglas. How are you? Tired. Tired? Why are tired. You tired? I came from a whole morning of working out. I'm like, at the end of this Metcon workout, I just I was on the verge of yelling. Oh, no. <laughs> like, this has got to end. But it's fine. It's it's worth it. Did you um, run too? Yeah. Before that, I did a five-mile run. Look so, at you. Yeah. Trying to be consistent. That's good. <laughs> I was going to run this morning or walk. Right. And I got up to make dining reservations for my clients for Disney. And I said I was going to go. And then I went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, what is the topic for this episode of Travel Happens? We are talking about the extra add-ons to make your vacation extra special. Things Ooh. that you might not think about, but they really make the trip on another level. Well, sounds amazing. Let's get to it. Okay. This is Travel Happens, a podcast all about enhancing your vacation. Do you want to make your trip go smoother, easier, and more special? Keep listening. I am your host, Destination Douglas. Think of me as Brian Sedai, Tyrion Lannister, Gandalf, Mr. Miyagi, and Yoda all rode rolled into one. <laughs> I'm your guide when it comes to cruises. Joining me today is Amy Krause, travel advisor extraordinaire. Can't wait to hear all the tips that she's got today. Let's face it, you don't want it to occur, but travel happens. We're here to supply advice, guidance, aid, and be your advocate through all the potholes and pitfalls to your destination. Do you need help in planning a trip? Reach out and we can make it happen. So, Amy, you've got some news for me. Yes, we don't have a ton of Disney news today, but we do have some exciting things that are happening. Okay. As you all know, Disney is in still in technically in their phased reopening. So not right. everything is open yet at the Disney World Resort or the other Disney properties for that matter. But at the Walt Disney World Resort, they are bringing back more character dining this fall. So the first is going to be Cape May Cafe, which is at the Beach Club. Yes. And there that'll be Minnie and Friends. They're all in their beach attire, which is super cool. Then we have the Crystal Palace, which is in Magic Kingdom. And that will feature Winnie Pooh. Winnie Pooh. Listen to me. Winnie the Pooh and his <laughs> friends Piglet. We'll just Tigger. rename him. <laughs> That's okay. No big deal. Um, and then Ohana, which is one of our family favorites, is returning to the Polynesian Resort. Well, where I can't even talk this morning. Stitch will be back with Mickey and Lilo on occasion. So we're excited to see them all this fall. So if you guys have that on your list, please reach out to your travel advisor. You know what? I'll I just find uh, character dining 
you know, you said that uh, this episode, you're going to be discussing ways you can plus up your trip. I mm-hmm. find character dining does that for me, even though um, I'm no longer a child. Me neither. <laughs> in, in, in my brain, <laughs> I somehow think I am. And I've had uh, numerous um antics go on with characters. So I think it's a fun way to plus up your vacation. I love it. And it's just, it's such a fun way to get now that we're again, we're continuing to move through this phase of reopening. You can actually touch the characters where, so they can mm-hmm. come back to give hugs and give autographs and interact and be silly and be fun. So yes, I, as an adult, love it just as much. I love it for my children to see as well, but mm-hmm. I, I personally, like you said, yeah. that is definitely a one up for my trip. Um, yeah. The I just got to say, Chip oh. and Dale are trouble. I'm just going to put They it are there. trouble, those <laughs> little jokesters. They are for sure. You can see them in Epcot at Garden Grill. But this, they are, they will definitely give you a run for their money. Goofy likes <laughs> exactly. to play around too, but okay. fun. So we also have the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique that is reopening in the Magic Kingdom August 25th. So if you want to be a princess and or even be a knight, you can get a sword and a hairdo or you can get a fancy dress, whichever you like. That will be opening and reservations will start soon. One of the biggest news is that today, which is the day we're actually filming this or recording this, is July 27th. Magic Band Plus is going live today. So I know that we've talked about that on a previous podcast. You can go back and listen to all the details but that is going live today. You'll be able to order those through the app and see all the different fun things that they can do in the parks. Or just, you know, talk to your travel advisor. Exactly. And, uh, we can help you out. And check it out. Um, then my final piece of Disney news is that Disney Cruise Line has released their holiday itineraries for 2023. So they're already happening. You can still go for 2022. But next year, you can already start to reserve your cruises for Halloween on the high seas and or the very maritime cruise. So with cruising, for those of you that don't know, pricing continues to go up the more that spaces are reserved. So the earlier you book these, the lower your price will be. So take advantage of that now if you want to do holiday cruising for 2023. Again, you can reach out to your advisor. Douglas is our cruise expert. And there are several of us at Reach for the Magic Destination that also offer the Disney Cruise Line cruises. Perfect. Is that all the news that you have That's my news. Yeah. What about you? What's your travel news? Uh, Well, first of all, right now, it is a great time to travel to Europe uh, because for the first time in over 20 years, we are seeing a parity between the U.S. dollar and the euro. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, like, uh, so I'm trying to figure out. So when I was in Italy, it was 2018. I had to think about it. I know. <laughs> and I believe uh, it was a dollar forty-five-ish to okay. uh, one euro. Okay. So that adds up. You know, it doesn't sound like much when you put it like that. But when you have then when you convert it all to one hundred dollars to how many euros it is like, oh, that's a lot of dollars. Mm -hmm. And actually, yeah, it makes a difference. I, you know, reach out 
and let's book those European vacations right now. Um, what is it right now? Do you know what the conversion is right now? No, I didn't. I just saw the news item. I didn't bother looking <laughs> at the delving you know, into when they it. say it. You know, there's a parody. It's basically one dollar equals one euro. Pretty close. Yeah, it's, it's pretty close to that. I think when we were there, I don't feel like I can't remember. We've been to Europe a few times and I don't remember. I think the last time we went, it was decently close, like maybe 105, 110. Wow. I think I don't remember, but it it wasn't that significant. And I remember people saying, take advantage of this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. It just makes uh, a a difference. Mm -hmm. But news is for the cruises. Seaborn, the new Seaborn venture, has officially entered service today in Norway Ooh. as Seaborn's first purpose built expedition vessel, the ultra luxury cruise ship, is welpo- welcoming guests in Tromso for a voyage to Salvbard. The one way itinerary sails to the Cape North and the Northern Islands, Northern Islands. Like you, I can't speak. <laughs> we recorded too early in the morning, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Make a note. Record later. Um, <laughs> before ending Long Year Bend, uh, Spitsbergen. So they're they're traveling all around Norway and up north. In addition to visits, uh Storstappen Island, Hornvika, Skarvag, and Bear Island. The I, Bear Island, I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. That's that one. That's pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. The expedition features a seven-day in-depth exploration of the Svalbard archipelago. According to Seaborn, during the cruise, passengers will be able to take part in Zodiac rides. Those are those blow-up like uh rafts, boats. They're, oh, they're okay. like mini boats that blow up with air. Okay. Uh, so you're able to take those along deeply carved fjords, trek across vast tundra, and paddle around sparkling bays. And mm. the itinerary is also said to favor encounters with wildlife, allowing guests to watch for polar bears, whales, and migratory birds. Delivered by the T. Mariotti Shipyard in June, the Seaborn Venture was designed and built to cruise in remote and polar areas. In addition to a total of 132 balcony suites and small ship luxury experiences, the Venture also offers a range of complementary expedition activities led by expert 26-person team of scientists, scholars, naturalists, and more. Among these activities are Zodiac cruises, like I was just talking about, hikes, nature walks, scuba diving, and snorkeling, as well as additional curated complementary excursions. Other features of the vessel include a fleet of custom-designed submarines, eight dining venues, a panoramic lounge, and more. That sounds amazing. I personally like yeah. the smaller, more well, intimate is, luxury cruises as opposed yeah. to the big with right. thousands of things to do and right. thousands of people on right. the ship. Well, this is really small. You're talking about probably, you know, uh, cabins for 
under 140. So that's what, yeah, that, yeah. That, and yeah. it just makes it nice. It's more intimate. I mean, the ships are smaller, but it's still, yeah, it's just not the volume of people. So that's, yeah. I don't know, that's more my speed. I like that. But Norway is also on my list. We keep talking about our list. <laughs> keep growing, Douglas. All the I know. We want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Any um, billionaires out there that want to fund our travel dreams? Please yes. Apply. Please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Over at Virgin Voyages, the Valiant Lady was selected as the set for the upcoming episodes of ABC's The Bachelorette. And the first episode airs Monday, August 1st, according to a press release. I just Uh, had dear friends that um, just returned yesterday from their Virgin Voyage cruise. uh And they loved it. They were over in Spain and Italy and France. Yes. Anyway, and anyways, uh-huh. they yeah. they loved it. A Mediterranean cruise. Mediterranean cruise, yes. <laughs> they were going to go to Greece and Italy and it didn't work out. So they went to Spain yes. and yeah. yes, it was beautiful. Bachelorettes Rachel Recchia and Gabby Windy will sail alongside the romantic interests on The Valiant Lady. The upcoming episodes from the show's 19th season. Wow. Yeah, seriously. Aren't they done yet? <laughs> Has Are you a Bachelorette fan? Huh? I'm digressing. Are you a fan of these, The Bachelorette or Bachelor? Uh, no, not any. No, I, I'm not I either. Have, I have watched it, but I feel it's just way too overproduced. Yes. I, I'm just... Uh, I'm the same way. I've never been able to get into any of those TV shows. My college roommates used to watch. Uh-huh. We're completely digressing here, but my college roommates used to watch this old show called Temptation Island. Yes. Um, uh-huh. Which was even worse than this show. But yeah, I've seen episodes of The Bachelor. I usually try to I'll tune in for a final, final picking. But yes, I just don't. It's not <laughs> my speed. But anyway, so those of you that are, though, continue, Douglas, that you want right. to find out more about this. Um, so these episodes will feature fan favorites relaxing in their two massive onboard suites. I'm thinking, you know, it, it, they probably selected the the best of the best of on Virgin. They're called Megastar Suites, mm-hmm. and they're um, uh, outfitted for as if you are a rock star. And in fact, they'll there's a turntable inside the room, and they have records in their actual vinyl. Oh, so cool! And yeah, so. Uh, one of the suites has an electric guitar in the room that mm-hmm. you can play. So I'm thinking they're going to tr- use the the suites that are really tricked out because oh, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah because, they go best of the best when it comes to those. Shows. Yeah, well, Virgin Voyages is going to want to really try and sell, you know, their. Oh, of voyages. course. So yeah. I, I would want to feature the best of what I have to offer. I would um, too. Yeah. So they're going to be uh, voyaging around the Mediterranean and uh, having a grand old time. There you and go. Then, yeah. So, but uh, also Virgin Voyages has announced that it is dropping. This is big news. It is dropping its pre-cruise COVID-19 requirements for both yes. U.S. And European sailings. I saw that. That was huge news. Once the CDC yeah. a couple of weeks ago changed yes. their requirements. Right. That we talked kind about of... that on the last uh, Yes, you did. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, um, okay. Anyways, yeah, that was big. But I saw that as well. 
big news for those guests yeah. that don't want to worry about that. Well, it's one less hurdle. Mm-hmm. You know, who wants to deal with the hurdles and expense? It, you know, we talked about it last episode, how you not only have to order these proctored tests, but you have to order backup tests because what if something goes wrong with the tests that you originally ordered? So exactly. Yeah, yeah, it gets pricey. Uh, Virgin made the announcement writing that it, quote, responded immediately to the CDC's recent news to discontinue their voluntary COVID-19 program and chose to remove pre-embarkation testing from July 24th for Europe sailings and from today for U.S. sailings, July 27th. There we go. It's a big day today. Yeah. Virgin will keep vaccination requirements for both Valiant Lady and Scarlet Lady. It will also now require all of its U.S. sailings to be marked at 90% vaccination, allowing those who are unvaccinated to contact Virgin Sailor Services to book a sailing, quote, if these thresholds are met. So once they have enough people who are vaccinated, they'll then start allowing the people that are unvaccinated to board. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it said that it is, quote, evaluating this policy and will announce further updates in the near future. Basically, they're giving themselves an out. Like, the health situation is changing. Come on, we've all gone through that. You don't have to go on a cruise to understand that. So if, you know, it turns out that these uh, health protocols that they're now instituting isn't working out and they have really high rates of COVID happening, I'm sure they'll go back to testing once again because it was working for them before. Correct. Um, other pandemic era health measures, including enhanced air pure uh, air purification systems and deep cleaning sanitation, will continue. So that is huge news from Virgin. Um, Norwegian for their U.S. sailings, you you still need to do those pre-cruise tests. But if you're going outside of the U.S., let's say, like your, like your friends were doing uh, Italy, France, and Spain, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have to test. Correct. Because it's all over in Europe. Um, so if, they're, if you're taking a, a cruise with Norwegian somewhere out of the U.S., don't have to worry about those uh, COVID-19 pre-cruise tests. Um, Also, Norwegian is expanding. In a new phase of fleet expansion, Norwegian Cruise Line is set to grow its guest capacity by 50% by 2027. Yeah, I'm expecting that Fincantieri shipyard will hand over Norwegian Prima to crew uh, within, like, I'm guessing it's going to be about two weeks. Oh, that soon? Uh, yeah, that soon. I've seen okay. leaked. I've seen leaked pictures of the interior, and it looks to be very exciting. Um, with this announcement, the brand is introducing a new six ship class, which will add nearly twenty thousand berths to its fleet. Did you say six ship, six ships? Yeah, 
yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So um, that's all that I have for cruise news. Lots of fun stuff happening. Like what you are hearing? Tell your friends that they too can now find us on their favorite podcast player like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Alexa, or Google Home devices and Google Podcasts to help us get increased exposure. A five-star review is beyond price, but doesn't cost you any money. If you make a review, reach out to me and I'll be sure to mention you in a future podcast. My contact information is in the show notes. Should you fail to make a review, I will place a curse on you. If you do, I'm, I'm not messing around. If you do not leave a review, you should expect that you'll ex- experience several months, I'm going to say two months, of, two months a heat okay. wave, of, a, of a heat wave in the triple digits. <laughs> Lots of sweating will be in store for you should you fail to leave a review. And I, I just got to say, just leave a review. and Leave a review, please. Comment, yes. share, like. We love all of it. And avoid the sweating. <laughs> yes. Don't be cursed. And we're back. All right, Amy. What what are we talking about again today? We are talking about ways to level up your vacation and ways just to make it a little extra special. Things you might not have thought of in the past. Okay. That can really just add those extra magical t- touches to your vacation. Okay, go for it. Okay, so there's lots of little things that you can do. One of the first things that I think about, especially if I'm flying to a destination, and it doesn't matter where I'm going, it could be overseas, it could be to a cruise, it could be to a theme park, but ultimately, somehow you have to get from the airport to your hotel. That can happen lots of different ways. You can Uber, you can, a lot of times resort hotels will offer shuttles. You can go, um, you could have private transportation, but it's that little piece that you might not think about. Often the shuttles are, they're usually, sometimes they're complimentary. Usually that's the cheaper route to go, but you don't think about, you know, this really, especially for going to an Island or to a, you know, not a major city. It could be an hour bus ride that you're taking to get there. And you may have flown four hours longer if you're going internationally. So you have this long day and then you think about, okay, now I'm ready to get there. Oh, well, now I'm on a bus with 40 other people. Maybe there's kids. Maybe there's not kids. It's a bumpy road. And, oh, I didn't realize that I now had to make three stops before I even get to my hotel because they're stopping at all the others along the way. So when I'm tired, I'm excited. And I just want to be at my destination. Now, maybe I've just added two more hours onto my trip. So private transportation can be an amazing factor to add on to your destination. So things you could, you know, you could run a private SUV, you could have a, you could have a van. It just depends on what your size, your family, your traveling party needs, but it can be an definitely a luxury experience to add it up. I just had clients do it for the first time this past June and they loved it. She said, never again, will we travel without this? Because again, you don't know till you know, but it's such this extra quiet and peace. And they had snacks and they had champagne in the car waiting for them. And she's like, and we just, 
We zipped right through. They were right there waiting for us. We weren't waiting on a bus and they just took us straight there. And it was amazing. And they got a little bit of a private tour as they were on the way. They were talking about just the landscape, the things around them, some of the culture. You're not going to get that on a big a big bus. So that's one of the things I personally like to do. And I like to recommend it to my clients. Yeah. Definitely level up that experience. A, a sedan or a limo is a wonderful thing. That's all mm-hmm. I got to say. Yes, I agree. And even, um, I even had clients once that did it and their 10 year old son, he's like, are we going to get like this black SUV? He's like, cause if so, we got to like come out with like doves. And he's like, we got to make an impression. <laughs> as we come out. <laughs> So he enjoyed it. He enjoyed it for sure. But um, so that's one of the things you can do. I know we talked about character dining earlier. Just specialty dining is another thing that you can do to level up your trip. Often on cruises, all inclusives, your food is included or a lot of your food is included, but leveling up your dining can make a difference. So whether you're doing the specialty adult dining, you're doing a specialty lounge, you're doing a private dinner on the beach. Those are things that can be just great quality time. You and your family, you and your partner, just to enjoy some time together away from the hustle and bustle. It's usually more, it's definitely more intimate. It's a lot more personal that my experiences with that, you know, the wait staff have really spent their time to talk to you and just, you know, what do you hear? Kind of get to know you and talk about, you know, we had a great sommelier who came out one time and just went over featured wines for us. Um, again, things that we would not have gotten at the main dining experience that was part of our, part of our vacation. So what about you? Have you ever done any specialty dining or had any specialty dining moments? Well, I have clients that are having a milestone anniversary coming up. Yes. So I am planning, they don't know this and, uh, hope I don't. I don't think they regularly listen to this podcast. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say um, what I'm planning on doing. I w- I'm planning on doing it as a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they hear about this, you won't know what it all looks like. But I'm planning on uh, purchasing this package that decorates their stateroom on their cruise ship. Oh, fun. An anniversary. And then there's also an anniversary cake that gets delivered. Mm. And I'm trying, I forget, there's like three items. Those two out of the three, and I forget what the third item is, but there's something. But yeah, making uh, an anniversary more special can be done. You can even do it yourself, you know? Yes. But, uh, or say, hey, listen, how can we make this trip more special to your uh, travel advisor? So, you know, if someone says, hey, you know, uh, a couple of weeks after this cruise, it turns out so-and-so is having their birthday, you can go ahead and order a cake uh, to be delivered to the stateroom and I, I would like that. You know, someone want to give me a cake? <laughs> I know. I know. And those little things that you can have delivered to a hotel or again, yeah. it doesn't have to be a cruise, but a stateroom, right. your resort hotel. There's, it's, I think one of the cool things that have has come out of COVID is delivery services. <laughs> right. Um, 
And the ability to be able to do that, to deliver specialty, you know, wines or champagnes or a specialty gift, cupcakes, food boxes, charcuterie board, you know, all kinds of different things that you can do to add those little moments and make those little pieces special. The room decorations, the door decorations on a cruise are a a big thing. Um, So again, doing it yourself. I got to stop you there. It's big on Disney Cruise Line. It's not big like on Norwegian, not allowed. You can't. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They, they, so they have instituted rules that I believe they're claiming it's a fire hazard. So what they do, if you do decorate your door, they'll move your decorations to the inside of your cabin. I'm like, well, if it's a fire hazard, you should just take them down completely. So whether it's outside or inside, it's still a hazard. I don't get it, but. Yeah, they have a rule. So there's two cruise lines and Disney Cruise Line is one of them where uh, passengers tend to really go all out in terms of decorating their staterooms. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, talk to your travel advisor and they'll guide you. Exactly. So those are some of the fun things you can do. And then I know one of my personal favorites is the spa. So uh-huh. being able to just have a day, a moment whether it's a couple's massage, it's you by yourself, having that downtime. Again, we've, we've talked with Disney. We've talked about the importance of rest days. We've talked about just we can go, go, go on vacation right. no matter where you are. And so enjoying some of those, those moments to have to yourself um, in the spa. And plus the spas are usually gorgeous, especially on the cruise ships. Yeah. Um, some of them are kind of open air and you can actually see depending on the day that you're going, you know, if you're on right. an Alaskan cruise, you can see right. the the mountains of Alaska. You can see the, um, the coastline out there or just the, uh, you know, again, calming and enjoying that, that quiet moment, whether you're in the hotel itself or you're actually doing that on the ship. So just little, yeah. again, little things that you wouldn't think that could add that difference to, to your cruise. But those are some of the things that I really like. Um, well, and- along with that, is many cruise ships have what are called thermal suites. Mm -hmm. So there are these chairs that usually they're made of tile or little bits of stone that get heated up. So you lie on top of this like lounge chair made of stone that's heated and it just um, radiates through your body. And, uh, you just lie there, there and put on your headphones or your earbuds and drift off. <laughs> yes. And that's, you know, it's funny. We've talked about there's around here, there's these salt caves. Yes. Where you can go in and you sit in the salt cave and right. breathe and rest there's and all different- that spas that have uh, salt rooms in them. Yes. Yes. And so I remember asking a client one time, do you like, is it really the hype? Is it really worth it? And she said, I don't know. I don't know if it was truly the salt or if it was literally that I had an hour with no phone, no kids. (laughs) Either way. It's an excellent point. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, she enjoyed it for sure. But yeah, those are definitely little options that you can. Yeah. It's my understanding. It's supposed to detoxify your body. That's what it's supposed to do. Yep. And yeah. I think help with the pH balance yeah. of the body and in there too. So Other spas that have different 
temperature rooms. Like mm-hmm. one room will have like actual snow inside of the room. It's oh like, wow, yeah, it's a, like a, a frigid air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dating myself a little here. <laughs> hey, we have a frigid air downstairs. You're good. Oh, do you? We do. Um, and then another thing you can do that a lot of um, resort hotels and things will do. I know Douglas was talking about these these suites on the on the Virgin Voyage cruises, but leveling up to those. And so whether it's a it's a butler service, it's a concierge service, it's club level, whatever that terminology is, that's just a little bit of extra pampering that you would be surprised goes a long way. I know I had le- I had learned and toured about the club level lounge at Disney, but I'd never personally experienced them. And when I finally did, it was a game changer just to go through and really see, you just feel pampered because you get this access to the club whenever you want it. And the different clubs will come with different services, but typically of your personal concierge that will help you book things, help you with, you know, recommendations, guidance, whether it's there at the resort or it's around your location. Um, you get specialty food access, usually beer and wine. Sometimes liquors are included with that as well. It's just that extra touch of service to feel pampered, to feel relaxed and just to go. And a lot of times it's not when you look at the food costs and you look at the things that you're going to be spending money on anyways, especially alcohol, you're really not in the long run spending that much more money that goes with it. And then sometimes you are spending and it, it is, it's worth it. I mean, that's the piece that levels up for you to make that experience extra special. But once you do it, it's hard to go back. (laughs) There's something in cruising. um, It's this concept of a ship within a ship. So for example, Celebrity has the retreat. Norwegian Cruise Line has the haven. And um, I I don't want to bore you with me listing all the different examples, but it's basically you get... When you go into these areas of the ship, you get your own butler mm-hmm. who takes care of things uh, within the room. And then you get your own concierge who can take care of, can be the liaison between you and the rest of the ship. So, for example, you need um, tickets to see a show. Just talk to your concierge and he'll He'll arrange it for you. You need a mm-hmm. bowl of M&Ms in your room. Talk to your butler. <laughs> he'll, he'll hook you up. Yeah. And it's just your own, like you said, it's that ship in a ship. It's your own little space in your own little right. haven. And of course you can leave and go elsewhere, but you yeah. just get these. Frequently they get their own restaurant. They mm-hmm. get their own pool area. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else that you said triggered a thought for me. In a future podcast, I got to remember to do this. Help me <laughs> and okay. remind me. I want to do a podcast talking about all. Uh, how does the upgrade experience take place? What are the pros and cons of mm-hmm. getting an upgrade? So, you know, we've been talking, you know, a club level type of an upgrade, but it could be as simple as going from an inside stateroom to uh, an ocean view. Yes. So Absolutely. there's lots of little things that you can yeah. do that don't have to be this grand right. to move to this huge, you know, right. two story 
sweet. Right. It can be just with a little slide. Things. With a slide, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's on my list. My kids okay. saw that one day and they said, right. is that our it's next family cruise? suite? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, maybe not our next cruise, but goal. We can have goals. <laughs> well, you're much nicer because it's a good thing I don't have children. I'd be like, listen, <laughs> when you have a job and you have the money, you can spend the money on a slide in your room. But until then, you have to deal with my finances. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my husband's <laughs> response. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, I'm all on board uh, of Team Matt. There you go. Yep. So yeah. So just, you know, reach out to your travel advisor because they know you, they know your wants, your desires, your wishes. And so they've talked about that and they've talked through with you and they, they know you better, but they know, I mean, there's, we could go on and on about all the different ways to level up your vacation, but talk to them because that's going to be one of the best things to do. One, to see realistically, is this in our budget to be able to do something grand like this? Or can we make little simple things like you said, changing, you right. know, leveling up, going one level up on your stateroom or. I just thought of another little thing. Yes. You could just order room service. Yes. Wherever mm-hmm. you're staying, whatever resort you're staying at, whatever hotel you're staying at, whatever uh, cruise you're on. Uh, most cruises these days, um, a continental breakfast would be complimentary. But if you want to order from the, um, the room service menu, there's some kind of charge involved. Correct. But, but it's small, you know, you, you know, if, um, you know, you're spending $10 to get a lunch, it might be worth it. And it, it's not a heck of a lot of money. Exactly. And it's just that little, it's just the convenience. It's that little thing that makes it a touch better. We did an mm-hmm. anniversary stay um, for our last anniversary. And our plan was to get up. There's this brunch place that we'd been talking about going. And our plan was to get up and go to brunch and go down there the next morning. But, you know, we were just, we had the opportunity to sleep in, which was great. And as we were sitting there, we thought, oh, we just don't want to get up yes. and go and go down to brunch. And so we did, we right. ordered room service and we stayed go. in our jammies and it was, it was wonderful to have the food there and the, everything brought to us. It was delicious. And just to stay cozy in bed. So it's again, and you can do that in the evenings. You can do that whenever you, whenever you want to, but it is a nice perk Yeah, to be able to add that on. So definitely reach out to Douglas, reach out to myself, reach out to one of the many fabulous travel agents with reach for the magic destinations and just talk to them. What are the little things that we could do to make this vacation a touch, touch better, add the little magical, magical touch. I know one other thing I like too, is the, um, this is at Disney world, the dessert cruises or the dessert parties to be able to watch the mm-hmm. fireworks. Yeah. Those are something that are, that are, I, I did that um, on my last, uh, Disney trip. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately it rained. Oh no. Yeah. So they, it's funny. Uh, apparently I think they, um, looked at the weather report and could see, you know, I'm sure they had one of those maps that where you can see the storm moving along and they're like, okay, this is temporary. Plus it's Florida. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> those rainstorms don't last for very long oftentimes. So um, we got herded into, um, I was watching uh, Epcot forever. Okay. And doing this dessert party for Epcot forever. And um, what they did was they herded us all into the Norway pavilion, into the gift shop, and then 
got us into this secret location that I think only um, cast members use. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, and we had our little uh, dessert party inside there. And by the time we were done, the skies had cleared up, and we went out and saw the show as it was all still all set up. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Think about that extra little piece, like I said, to make that extra touch and to level up, level up the vacation. Level up the vacation. I love that. <laughs> We're obsessed. Yes, okay, we, we are, are obsessed. We are obsessed. Uh, we're back. What have you got to be obsessed about? My obsession right now is back to school. We are starting school way too early. We start August 5th, which is just, I'm not okay that, with. I'm but. sorry. I am an old school person. Mm-hmm. And around here, um, basically, we, we start in September. I know. I used to start uh, when we lived in Indiana, we used to start yeah, after Labor Day. Exactly. And then when we moved to Tennessee, we still started school at the end of August. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it was always right it around my birthday. I remember. 5th. No. And even these last few years with my children in school, we've never started. Other counties around us have, but we've never started right. this early. So I'm not okay with it, but it is what it is. So yeah. anyway, so we are in the world of back to school shopping and going through all the lists and getting everything that we we need and you know of course with supply chain there's never it's never one stop i can never just go to target and get my entire list of everything that i need so it's either um multiple stops and we're even still my son is going into high school so Mm -hmm. the word on the street is don't just go out and buy the list wait until they actually get to their classes because the classes vary so much once you get to the high school level. So just wait. And I mean, we can get the basics, you know, binders, pencils, things, yeah, right. but wait until school starts to find out what their specific supply list yes. will be. That makes sense to me. We can get all of that, but yeah. So that's been our, that's been our fun world is back to school shopping. And then of course, clothes. I'd be and, uh, stalking those dollar stores. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a fan I just, for when it comes to, well, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just a snob, but I really don't like knockoff crayons. Like I uh-huh. really like Crayola crayons. And so to buy right. the cheap waxy crayons, sometimes they have name brand stuff there, but otherwise, and sometimes things right. are fine. You don't necessarily have to have that like staples. Um, well, but yeah. Or you can be picky about some things. Like there are some things that um, I don't care about whether it's name brand or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other things, like when I go to the supermarket, it needs to be Hellman's mayonnaise. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it needs to be Hellman's. And that's what I get. And it is a little bit uh, of a price tag on there. But um, but there are a whole, like salt, I don't care. Correct. You know, I'll go to Aldi and pick up a thing of salt and mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Salt is salt. Yeah. But uh, so the things that I have that feeling about, I would head over to the dollar store. I went exactly. That's what we've done. And we've done some of that, especially for like I said, staples, paper, dry erase markers, things like that, that I don't really care about. But when it comes to my markers and my crayons, I'm 
pretty loyal to Crayola. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, is there anything that um, your son needs that's new for a supply going into high school because things no. have changed uh in the world of education since you or i were in high school yeah um, nothing significant that really he's going to need we are very fortunate to live in a county that the county provides all of the chromebooks for all of the children oh wow so we don't have to go by computer um that will be that will be part of the supply. That'll be the supply that he gets with that. Um, and then they always need the graphing calculators, the TI. Yes. 83, TI 85, whatever oh. it is. I actually still have my old TI 83. Oh, that do I you? From calculus. Um, how, how often do you use that thing? Never. Well, I mean, I use it for basic. Right. Basic things. arithmetic. Yes. But I don't, I don't ever graph right. or use yeah. sines and cosines or any right. of that. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I Im- immediately thought. I'm like, when would I ever have a need to use that? I nope. just use the calculator that's on my phone. Well, that's what I use. I mean, 95% of the time, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, we do still have it though. So I thought, well, that's just one less thing that we have to buy because we have, I still have my old calculator. <laughs> now, uh, is using a Chromebook new for your son? Did they have those in uh, middle school or is that new for high school? So they started to use them in elementary school, wow, in the classroom, really I know oh. in the classroom, they would use them for uh-huh. basic, you know, where we would go to the computer lab, right. they would have like, somebody would come in on a rolling cart with all of the Chromebooks. Huh? And so okay. it, initially they would and roll the Chromebooks out. from class to class. And then at one point, I believe most, I don't know if it was all the grades or if it was the higher elementary grades had a class set of Chromebooks, but those didn't go home. Mm-hmm. Um, then they use them more in middle school. But then when COVID happened, yeah. that was our big shift. And so when right. he went into seventh grade, then when we started back full-time school, that's when everybody had, they issued Chromebooks to everybody. And so we went back and forth from, you know, cause they were still, we went back and forth between yeah. being remote learning and in school right. learning. And so, yeah, they had the Chromebooks and it stayed there. So for me, that has been my personal adjustment is how are you doing math on a computer? Like, I mean, I'm still a handwritten, you know, carry yes. the one, multiply. Right. And so that world is just, even reading. I mean, their social right. studies textbook, their science textbook. Again, I am a, I like to highlight. I visually uh-huh. remember where things are on a page. Like, oh yeah, right. that was next to that picture of whatever, um, the Eiffel Tower. And so that's how I remember what was happening in France or that was next to... I don't know, some picture of Athena when we're learning Greek mythology. But to me, that's just how I learn and I can highlight and page things like that. They don't do that. And so the the idea of not even having textbooks to me is just wild. So they just uh, download digitally the books that they're using? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on there. They log into this specific education program and so the books are there and they can reference and go back and forth. But Well, no usually difference. those types of readers have the ability to highlight you can i would check it out if you have aren't already doing it but and they do i just don't think he uses i just don't think he uses them (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know so so that's my world so nothing drastically new from a technology standpoint nothing nothing crazy but um 
just getting, and even my daughter, even my daughter's going into first grade and even in kindergarten last year, she was issued her Chromebook. Um, she didn't really have assignments on it, but it could come yeah. home with her every, every oh. evening if she needed it to, which she used mostly to, they have, you know, educational games loaded on was, there. So she yeah. could do educational games, which she really enjoyed. Um, halfway through the year though, they gave them, we were worried last year that we were going to have to go remote again. So they gave them more access than they had previously had. So she discovered YouTube Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and figured out, and thankfully it was just YouTube kids. So it was, um, you know, old Disney episodes and right. this new had thing called Ninja Kids. On it. Yeah. Um, but still that was interesting. And she was disappointed when she had to turn her computer back in at the end of school. <laughs> gotcha. So that is my obsession. What is yours? My obsession this week is the latest album that Lizzo has released. Ooh. Uh, she has released a special. I am special. Are you special, Amy? I'm special. There you go. <laughs> she has created my song of the summer. And it's a compilation of bop after bop after bop. For me, a bop is really an upbeat song with a fantastic hook. And she has done it time and time again on this album. While this is a family-friendly podcast, this music <laughs> is uh, very adult with a good amount of explicit lyrics. Um, some of my favorite songs are about beep time and <laughs> the sign and everybody's gay, and to be loved, am I ready, and I love you, beep. <laughs> um, so I recommend that the adults check it out. It is mm -hmm. infectious. I do love her. I'll have to check it out and yeah. see for sure. I'm so, I just, I feel like I haven't even, I don't know, like her, I got so shifted into country music that I was always listening to country music and I had a morning show that I love to listen to. And just these last few months as things have changed with my career and life, I'm just not listening to the radio as much as I have. Right. Um, and I'm honestly not even listening to anything else like Spotify or any of that. So I've kind of, I feel like I'm out of the new music world, whether it's yeah. hip hop and currents, you know, right. pop music or it's country music, but yeah, yeah, I do like her. So I'll have to check her out. Yep. Do it. Very good. Good obsession. Yeah. Thank you so much, Amy. I loved hearing about how you can level up your vacation experience. One of these days, uh, I've, I've got to treat myself a little bit more special. <laughs> yeah, we all do. We all need to love on ourselves a little bit more. Yeah. If you would like help with vacation plans, my contact information is in the show notes. I can help with adventures with ocean and river cruising, as well as universal parks and resorts. If you would like help with Disney and universal products, all inclusives, and Hawaii, seek out Amy. Amy's contact information is in the show notes as well. Thank you, dear listener, for spending time with us. Next week, we will learn more about what's beyond our front porch. I can't wait to hear about it. So don't forget to reach for the magic. Reach for the adventure. <laughs>